Welcome back, listeners, to a new episode of JCOS Presents Sound Sociology. We carry on looking at the history of education and how it's evolved over the last 80 to 100 years. In today's episode, we're going to focus on the development of the comprehensive system. So from 1944 to 1965, we saw the tripartite system in which it tried to introduce a more meritocratic system known as the tripartite uh, through the use of the 11 plus. But by 1965, people have grown tired of this system, seeing how it only reinforced the existing social inequalities and in fact only allowed the privilege to continue their successes within the education system. So when the Labour government came to power, they asked the LEA, the local education authority, to reorganise secondary education so that all students, regardless of their academic ability, attended the same type of school. This became known as the comprehensive schooling system. This still exists today. The comprehensive system was based on catchment area, and it's still a term, again, that we use today. Comprehensive is the idea that the education system is going to cover all the skills and necessary experiences and qualifications to ensure that all students get the best out of education. And this idea of catchment means that if you lived in a certain radius, that would be your local school. So it would no longer be based on whether you pass the test, but based on your location. So what was good about this? The comprehensive system being based on one type of school for all meant it encouraged more social mixing. Children of all abilities from different backgrounds living in the same area were all mixing together. This helped to break down barriers between the families and the children. There were also benefits educationally. As there was no test being taken, it meant the children were not being labelled from a young age as failures, and therefore no pressure being placed on them. It also gave those children who were late developers the opportunity to come into themselves later on during secondary school. As well as this, there were geographical benefits. Going to a school in your local area meant you were able to interact with children from your from your local area, get to know your community. And obviously from a, ch- from a child's perspective, or from a parent's perspective, reduce down on commuting time. But there were problems to this system. It argued, it is argued that in practice, comprehensive schools limited parental choice. Each student is expected to go to their nearest school in the area, no matter how good or bad the school's reputation is. We'll come back to that. It also argued that more academically able students are being held back by less able. In comprehensive schools, it encouraged a mixed ability approach where children of all abilities were placed in a class and often these class sizes were of a much bigger size. This meant being at opposite ends of the higher ability or lower ability that you just kind of got forgotten about. Comprehensive schools also seem to accept lower standards. Um, the comprehensive schools contain a mixture of social classes with a range of values and attitudes. The grammar school, on the other hand, were largely middle class and will reflect middle class standards. Now, this is a bit of a loose weakness because what are middle class values and standards and what are working class values and standards? 
It gets us to think about what is the purpose of education. Now, the first weakness I mentioned about limiting parental choice actually needs to be built on. Remember, comprehensive schools were introduced as a way of tackling the weaknesses of the tripartite system. A tripartite system which aimed to promote meritocracy but really just reinforced parents who had the money could help their kids to pass those 11 pluses or get the tools needed to pass those those 11 pluses. The comprehensive school in 1965 and you know still runs through to today's world is very much reflective of the area you live in. If one lives in a deprived area it could be argued that the school is in a sink area because it won't necessarily attract the best quality teachers, the most funding, the improved status and recognition of an area. It creates a sink school effect in which if you are a student attending that school, it becomes to be of a lower standard. These this often happened in inner city comprehensives where if you were in a working class or suburban area compared to a middle class one, the standards were much lower and the quality of what was being delivered was of a lower standard. Some argue that the comprehensive system also was a way of streaming and banding students within the school according to ability uh, and continued to reinforce an inequality. Now, it's interesting because from 1944 to 65 and 65 onwards, we see a reflection of different political ideas. And that's why what I want to tag on at the end of this episode is a brief 101 of how to explain political parties in the United Kingdom. Historically, we've had three key political parties in this country, Conservative, Liberal Democrats, and Labour. Now if we place them on a continuum with Conservative on the right, Liberal Democrat in the middle and Labour on the left, this kind of reflects the traditional thinking. Conservative or right wing, the idea that the individual needs to take responsibility for what is theirs and that ultimately you create your own success in life through the hard work you do. Very much a traditional idea of meritocracy. The Liberal Democrats a kind of a middle party which take the right-wing ideas of taking responsibility for what is yours but also encapsulate some of the ideas from the Labour Party which is the state should be involved in helping those who are disadvantaged. The Labour Party are left-wing and they represent a group of people who think there are there is social inequalities in our society and those who can't help themselves this, that is when the state or the government should be involved in supporting them. Now, these are very traditional uh, party political lines and very uh, simplistic ways of explaining the politics. Now, over time, these political views have changed. The right, conservative and the left, Labour, have moved towards the middle, towards where Liberal Democrats are. Now, both of these parties have moved to the middle because as time has gone on, gone on over the last 80 years, people have moved away from the traditional right and left-wing politics in favour of a more centre ground. And we see this through people like David Cameron and Tony Blair. At the time when these 
educational policies are being started in 1944 and 1965 for the tripartite system and comprehensive schools respectively, we see an education system that's built around traditional political politics. Conservatives pushing forward a very traditional idea of meritocracy. What you put in is what you get out. You're judged on your ability rather than class, gender or ethnicity. But then the Labour government of 1965 going, well, hold on a minute. Actually, there's still social inequality going on. And we're trying to address the creation of meritocracy in a slightly different way by creating an affair system for all instead of a test that was fundamentally biased or a group of people who could get that 11 plus test to be to work in their favour. When we start to acknowledge the political parties that go with the creation of these laws, we start to understand what's going on. And that's why in my head I see 1965 as a key moment in history in which the creation of the comprehensive system in which there is a a system which fits all rather than academic ability, is the creation of our next time period, uh, when in 1979 we see Maggie Thatcher come to power, or Margaret Thatcher come to power. For now, I'm going to stop there. Uh, In terms of grounding your knowledge in today's episode, I would suggest attempting a full marker. Identify and explain one disadvantage of the comprehensive system. For now, I'll say happy revision and I'll see you on the next episode of JCOS Presents Sound Sociology.